What up? This is Morris Hawkins returning to let you know that all past podcasts are available to listen to by visiting www.gamebanter.co.uk. Also Twitter, iTunes and Audioboom. That's futuristic. With more information here is my chick, my baby and my boo. Thanks babes. I have literally fallen head over wheels for you. Follow the Game Central podcast on Twitter at Game Banter. Also, at GC Lids Podcast for Rob. And at Uki, 3000 for Don. Remember you can also listen to all previous podcasts on the website. Enjoy the show. Game Central Podcast, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Game Central Podcast. It's Wimbledon, tennis. Does anyone really care? It's not football, is it? It's not football, Don. It's not. Women's football. It's not Not football, is it? (laughs) It's not football. Uh, Did you see that uh, own goal yesterday? No. That was ridiculous. Literally, it was like a pass back, but she's lobbed her keeper. Uh, which wasn't very good. So uh, England don't face Germany in the final. But there we go. But if I could take you back to tennis for a moment, mm-hmm. you could say Don's girlfriend is like a tennis ball. <laughs> you can regularly see her getting smashed over a net by two men. And she loves it so much, she makes quite a racket. Do you get yeah. it? Racket. Annette like loves tennis. it as well. Annette, there you go. That's good. Talking of football, you could say Gareth's girlfriend is like a football. Getting passed around a field between 22 men, but only two of the men get to touch her with their hands. Gareth and whoever he has chosen that week. We don't need goal line technology to know if I have crossed the line with this week's introductions. But Rob, what about you? What piece of sporting entertainment, equipment, would you say your girlfriend resembles sexually? Well, honestly, she would resemble a baseball. Stitched together hard, and being an Englishman, I have no idea how to play with her. Which is one of the reasons our sex life is so unfulfilled. That's our girlfriends, and this is the Game Central Podcast Sweltering Edition. Well, Gareth, yesterday was the hottest July ever on record. Uh, I don't know who keeps these records or if it's their job to do it. Sounds like a very easy job. Uh, It's not the job you're doing with your spreadsheets, is it, mate? No, it's uh, Guinness. It's the Guinness Book of World Records. They keep all the records. Uh... I'd love to work for them. Yeah, so uh, how was the hair? What's going on? Um, So hair, I don't know if you know this, traps an yeah. immense amount of heat. It does. <laughs> so my head was just fucking on fire yesterday. Can't you just get one of those top knot things? A top knot? You know where you kind of shave it around the sides and then you have like a little bun at the top? That sounds horrible. It is horrible and it's a big thing that the uh, metrosexuals are doing in London, isn't it, Don? <laughs> After the beards, now come the top knots. Yeah. Yep. But there you go. At least you won't have to fall victim to it, Don. I won't. Thank Christ. So, Don, have you been uh, um, going with the hot weather this week? I can hate it, mate. It I is horrible, isn't it? I just, I, I, I'm not a lizard. I don't do well in temperatures above about 15 as it is. Yeah. So 35 is just a no-go area for me. Be well, we're not really uh, adapted to this kind of heat. It's, it's like in England, 
December, January is quite cold. February, March, it's, it's mild. And then bang, just out of nowhere, it's like, take that, you bastard. <laughs> you know, there's no time to acclimatise to any of it. But, Correct. you know, unfortunately, guys, unlike Stephen Fish, we're not here to talk about the wind and the weather. We're here to talk about games. What was his name? Michael Fish. Michael Fish. Michael Fish. So let's get on with it. said that Don doesn't provide the gossip you all crave, like little chicks in a nest all eagerly awaiting him to regurgitate his knowledge right into your mouth to nourish you for another week. Last week he made up some bullshit about the division not being a game or something. I wasn't really listening. Let's just hope that this week he has taken the time to research rather than make up hastily on the train on the way home. So Don, regurgitate away and shower us with your stomach bar once again for Don's hot gossip. Yeah, okay, so uh, you obviously loved last week's job, so much yeah, so you weren't even so. listening. Good, yeah. good, because this week's is even better. Uh, yeah. It's a nice quick one as well, it's fantastic. It's bloody hot, and I can't get into this very, very long. So, uh, Nintendo's console was banded about, uh, the new NX was banded about E3 apparently, to the developers. Wow, fantastic. Slog it to them. It's going very well so far, you can tell the heat has done marvellous things to my opinion. It has. Um, Have you drunk plenty of water, Don? Because your I, brain is an organ that needs water. It's it's mostly water. Yeah. Water. Yeah. But water. Water. I, I'm drinking water as we speak. Go on, drink it now. Just like that. Oh, I just yeah. uh, just like that. Good. Uh, so uh, one of the other things that people have uh, uh, come on, oh, fuck me, I literally can't. Think. Oh my! My brain God. doesn't work. Remember, you can find us on Audio Boom in the entertainment category. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, gossip is. Suppose Don's head hasn't got any protection from the sun. It doesn't. It's. I'm like a troll. The hotter I get, the less brain <laughs> yeah. my brain works. It's insane. Um, one of the pieces of gossip that came out of this uh, kind of preview showing to the developers at E3 behind closed doors of the NX was this lovely piece of gossip, and it is very fortuitous. And timely, what with the ridiculously sweltering hot hellish weather, and that is that the uh, controller part of the new NX is being made in conjunction with Global Hypercolor. How fantastic is that? That company is back from the grave, and uh, the the pads will actually change colour depending on how hot and sweaty and clammy your hands get. Yeah. How fantastic is that? What are you talking about, I think that's why I'm good myself. I don't think he knows what he's talking about again. <laughs> I think it's uh, pretty. I think that's pretty cool because uh, people talk about that. They, well, a game they know a game's good because they get sweaty palm syndrome. They're into Street Fighter Two. You get into it. You go, oh my god, the game's so good, and you get all nervous. Your hands are getting sweaty because the what game is, is so good. Global mega color thing. Global hypercolor. Don't tell me you don't know what global hypercolor is. No, no one does. Jesus fucking hates Christ. You okay. threw three words together and they just happened to sound like a thing. Global hypercolor for those of you who are so fucking young that you were born in the 90s. Well, Global Hypercolor was a, a, a brand that created t-shirts in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, which 
changed colour depending on how hot and sweaty you were. Oh, I wonder why they went out of business. Yep, they were fantastic. Um, So you can people just run up to you and put their hands on you for a few seconds and then they'd hamper and it'd be like on the (laughs) t-shirt. So are they the same people that made the glasses with like the skull holograms? Uh, I don't believe so. But then again, I don't know what those skull hologram glasses are you're talking about. So I could well, be wrong. You, you know what they are, Don. It's like they're <laughs> glasses, they're sunglasses. But then when you kind of move to the side, you saw like a skull hologram, like the same things that the visionary figures had in them. No, I never saw no. those. Um, weird. I'm willing. I'm willing. That's very weird. I'm willing to bet that uh, they weren't made by Global Hypercolor. Okay. Um, If you shop around your old markets and vintage stores, um, charity shops, you're bound to come across a Global Hypercolor t-shirt sooner or later. You can tell it because... I normally come across the clothes in uh, charity shops where I get thrown out. (laughs) I knew that was coming. That's what she said. (laughs) And then she threw me out. My God. (laughs) That's what she said and then she threw me out. Oh, dear. You can tell it's a Global Hypercolor t-shirt because A, it has Global Hypercolor written in gigantic logo. Why are we even talking logo. about Global Hypercolor anymore? No, that's <laughs> not... You and just... also, the colour changing ability will have been washed out of it fucking years ago, so there's no use. But anyway, that's happening to the new uh, NX console, which is a marvellous marvelous thing. It's, uh, oh, oh Gareth, I lost track. What's going on? Global Hypercolor. <laughs> uh, Mega Super Cheese is making a controller that tells you how cheesy you smell and okay. um, Ultra Hyper Cow... He's a company I'm... that made super ultra cheeses on t-shirts. Jesus. But the thing is, Don... That is correct. I don't sweat anymore, really, when I'm playing games. I sweat, not from my palms, but from underneath my breasts, <laughs> where the fold meets my stomach. So, uh, you know, maybe we can get some sort of t-shirt. Maybe. Maybe you can. That'd be quite nice. Oof. Um, the other part of the gospel oh, course is... Oh, uh, for God's sake. Well, uh, since when's it been two parts? It's been two parts for the last couple of weeks because well, the, you're gonna do the rest third of part of the Resident Evil uh, Revelations, uh, sorry, Resident Evil Zero Code to help let you play Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3 Nemesis has to be done. And there the third go. part is very simply up on the deep pad. Oh, so what have we had so far, Don? The deep pad. Well, I think if people are kind of to listen to the previous two podcasts to get the first two parts they don't deserve the code so if you want the first two parts of the code listen to the last couple of podcasts way to go Don to get people listening back to previous episodes oh, welcome. that's fantastic you know the game you know the game and you know how to play it well I'm sure everyone would agree that that was the best tasting regurgitation possible and we can only hope it is followed up next week But for now, we'll just have to make do with the regular news. We can't have hot gossip throughout the entire podcast. Just wouldn't work. So, Gareth, what have you grasped us this week in the world of video games? So, uh, we're looking at a Nintendo NX gaming platform, and it could be out as early as July next year, Don. That's just ridiculous. Uh, The Wii U's barely coming to its own. It's still got some great games coming for it. Zelda, the new Star Fox game, probably some bizarre fucking Metroid spin-off that nobody really asked for. Yeah. Um... And to say the NX is coming next year, I think it's nonsense, to be honest. I think this is some piece of folly put out there by Nintendo's competitors. Mm. <clears throat> or just some loser with a blog. Um, if you've got a blog, by the way, you're, Go on, you're generally just, just a loser. Um, specifically, if you run a fashion blog and you claim that your job title is fashionista slash fashion blogger. Um, fashion. <laughs> fashion blogger. 
basically what you want to do is go and get a real fucking job, stop claiming on, the Don. doll, um, and uh, fucking grow up, basically. Don, what blogs have you been reading to do with fashion? The problem is I, I'm on Twitter quite a lot, and the number of people who go on about their fucking fashion blogs, they call themselves fashionistas, and oh, I'm yeah. fashion blog. It's not your fucking job. You're unemployed. Fuck yeah. off. So, fashion is just a point of view, isn't it? It's just bullshit. I'm just sick to death of it. Here's, tell my, here's my opinion of the latest necklace from Accessorize. No, fuck off. Get a yeah, job. It's, it's made by as it's a, like a piece of metal. <laughs> you know, it's disgusting. Just, it disgusts me. Um, so, yeah, you're welcome. Are people going to jump to the NX? We don't know. But we still don't really know what the gaming platform is. We don't know what it consists of. We well, don't know. What we it's... do know that it is two parts. Uh, it's both mobile and the home system yeah. combined into one. So there you go. But it, will it will it be up there graphically with like so PlayStation Two <clears> and PlayStation? <throat> no, not PlayStation Two. <laughs> well, we're going back in time now. Hmm. PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Gareth, go. Um, yes. Thank you very much. That is absolutely fantastic. And will the handheld be up there as well with Xbox One and PlayStation 4? There won't be a handheld, Don's and say. There <laughs> the handheld the will be detachable Don, and it will be 720p. The thing is, okay, the handheld, uh, if it's going to be a separate handheld and not a controller like the Wii U, then presumably it has to run at the same kind of re- resolution and have the same technology as the no, game console it itself. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. The screen itself can run at 720 when it's p- attached to the main uh, device, the extra bit of graphic uh, power from, that it can supply. So why would you TV. want to do that? To what, what's the point? Why wouldn't you want to do that? What, having a, a, a handheld console that needs to be attached to the console? Only, yeah, but only when you're actually in, at home. But there'll be no point in it then. No, you might as well just play the console. Just look at the fucking TV you've got it hooked <laughs> up to. Yeah, but you can take it then out and about with you. That's the point. Where? Oh, that worked really well for PlayStation, mate. The PSP yeah, was a but, huge success. But the PSP wasn't also a PlayStation 4, so... No, but the PSP it can stream wirelessly the... PlayStation 4. It can, but you have to be able to stream it. It's not a standalone system. Be able to so stream I'm saying the handheld has to be the same technology <clears throat> as yep. the console. The, the, te- the whole technology has moved on so much that the handheld will contain... But Nintendo don't most- care how far technology's moved on. They'll make their own thing when they're ready. That's true. Let's not worry about it. We'll find out soon enough, but it's, it's definitely it. a twin uh, unit system. Definitely. You're a twin unit sister. I'm a twin unit. My girlfriend but anyway, is a twin unit. Oh, yeah, she's got lovely twins. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, if, if you're really into letters and numbers, then you're going to love this. Don, sorry, yep. Gareth, actually, mm. you're the list guy. Just list us some of these uh, things on Star Wars Battlefront that has reportedly been found out by Eagle Eyed fans. Uh, just tell us some of those uh, letters and numbers in the list form. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, there's been some files leaked oh, from yes. uh, Star Wars Battlefront that revealed some of the content in the game. You could tell it's a list. The uh, the sheer amount of content. Like, listen to how informative this content is. Exactly. I'm just going to tell you what weapons have been found to be in the game. And you're going to say, I know instantly what all those things are. Yeah. So, <laughs> the E11. Wow. The yes. A280. Fuck yes. The this just sounds like a list of motorways, doesn't it? <laughs> this, it sounds like a list of ingredients on the back of a fucking sweet wrapper. The DL44. The yep. DLT19. That is okay. superior than the DL44. But the, the DLT20A is also going to be in there. 
Oh, that has a lower fire rate, but much higher yeah. impact. So. Uh, the EE3, for, which is Boba Fett's, obviously we all know that. Yeah. Uh, the SE14C, uh, the T21, and, and uh, the rocket launcher. And the rocket launch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the rocket launcher just chucked in at the end. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's pretty good. And there's also some vehicles in the game. That's that's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got the T65 X-wing. Classic. Yep. Tie fighter. Everyone knows that. Classic. What's the one that goes? <laughs> that's a. That's a fucking. Um, what are you fucking called? Well, that's failed. Thank you. <laughs> Ewok. There we go. <laughs> Ewok getting thrown through the air. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is a TIE fighter. Uh, the yeah. Lambda shuttle. Y-wings. Mm. Yeah, the TIE bombers. That's what Darth Vader flies in the first Star Wars. Uh, the Corellian Corvette. The Nebulon B frigate. Imperial Star Destroyer, obviously. Uh, ATSTs, AT-80s, TIE interceptors. And the 74Z plus the spinning. Oh, yes. So is there anything on that uh, that's not on that list that's been included that you would enjoy, Gareth? Uh, well, they've not mentioned the word lightsaber at any point, which seems <laughs> odd. <laughs> uh, I was, well, like, they've, they've added Imperial Star Destroyer to the list of vehicles, which I don't know if that means it'll be playable, but if it is, that'd be a pretty cool mode. Yeah. All right, good. All of it would be pretty good. But we're glad now that we've got all of those because, you know, you do wonder if the E33 is going to be included in there. And now it has. I think we can all sleep easily. Yeah, I mean, when you when you hear the, the DLC 19 is going to be in there, you're like, please yeah. also the, the 20A because that's the improved version of the DLT. And then yeah, it is, yeah. and your prayers have been answered. Well, talking about more numbers, uh, Uncharted 4 will run at 1080p and 30 frames per second in single player. Fanboy alert! <laughs> 30 frames per second. Surely it has to be 60 frames per second, Don. Well, clearly not. <laughs> yeah. I still struggle to tell the difference, to be honest. PC players will always tell you, you can totally tell the difference. Um, but honestly, unless you've got two things running at the same time, side by side, you literally can't tell the difference. Which some people do. They'll be playing two <laughs> versions of Uncharted 4 together at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> and those people will never have girlfriends. Nope. We all have girlfriends, don't we? We do. Oh, yes. Especially me. I've got extra girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, a growth <laughs> out of her chest. Jesus. <laughs> Uncharted 4 will run. That's good. We're all looking forward to Uncharted 4. That's when we're all going to get PlayStation 4s and we're all going to enjoy ourselves. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to be a bit let down that we're going to be cut those extra 30 frames because I do like to count them. And uh, now there's only 30. <laughs> Uh, it's not going to be as exciting as it is when there's 60. Um, Batman Arkham Knight PC issues were known for months. Now, Gareth, this sounds like maybe a little bit more internal digging. Um, yeah, exactly, which is something you love. Uh, basically, they, they knew about this. Well, but well, why didn't someone just say, Gareth? Well, uh, apparently a QA tester for the game, who I believe remained uh, a little bit anonymous. A little bit? Just a tad. Said, um, I will say it's pretty rich for WB to act like they had no idea the game was in such a horrible state. Uh, It's Mm. been like this for months, and all the problems we see now were the exact same, unchanged, almost a year ago. 
There we go. Which is fucking insane. Well, the thing is, Gareth, they didn't seem to notice the problems when they introduced the Batmobile. Not when they were taking pre-orders for the past year. No. Um, after I say Batmobile, could you put a... Yes. Was it a punchline, though? Was... Um, I don't know. Depends. I don't like the Batmobile. <laughs> okay. Right. Just every time I say Batmobile, just do... Right, that's going to be really easy to edit, so that's good. Thank you very much. Uh, Ryu Hazuki voice actor Corey Marshall is returning for Shenmue 3. We bloody love you, Corey. Thanks for coming back. Do you know where you can find any sailors? <laughs> Do you know where you can find any sailors? Ciders? Do you know where you can find any sailors? You sound like you're an you... Irishman asking for ciders. Do you know where I can get any cider? You bastard. <laughs> That's what Corey used to sound like, Gareth. Don't, wow. don't act like I'm the only one that didn't know about that. But, um... He's got a very distinctive voice, hasn't he? Uh, Ryu Ryo Hazuki. Uh, he's, he's got some of the best lions in all of gaming. Some of the most instantly recognisable. Um, what's another one that he does, Gareth? Um, all your base her belong to us. <laughs> hey! Oh, uh, what about this one? Want to play a game of Lucky Strike? <laughs> I love that one. It's a me, Mario. That's one of his, isn't it? <laughs> That's one of his. Uh, also, I know what you're thinking. Did I fire five bullets or six? <laughs> he said that. And he also said, You're looking at me. Eh? He said that. He said so many things as Ryo Hazuki. It's absolutely brilliant. But you have to have this guy back, don't you, Don? Because like we say, if you had another... Uh, voice actor for Mario it would stand out like a sore face <clears throat> exactly yeah like a massive sore horrible face right Mark, Minecraft has passed 20 million copies sold on PC and Mac now Minecraft's a phenomenon it's, it's not just a game anymore it's a culture all within itself if you released I think it's one of the only real games really that you could release a standalone console that just played that one single game and people would buy it um it sells for itself. I think it's going to get a new lease of life when the HoloLens is released. Um, I don't think we need to really talk about how popular Minecraft is. It speaks for itself. Like I say, it's been an institution for several several million people, and it made people popular, such as Let's Play, those sorts of games. It's made gaming celebrities. Most of them started off by playing Minecraft. And there's, uh, a, um, there's a statistics page on the Minecraft website. And it says in the last 24 hours, 10,000 people bought Minecraft. There you go. That's what I'm saying. And that, that's ridiculous. Yep. You know, when you think that there's no more people to actually buy it or no more audience that they can reach out to, they do that. But the, the question is, with Minecraft, once it's... There's got to be a plateau that it reaches where it cannot possibly sell anymore. Uh, where do you go from there? Obviously, there's add-on content and things like that. But the thing with Minecraft... Is it's just it just keeps growing and growing and growing and there's no tail off. It's limitless in the possibilities of things you can do within sort of obviously blocks and squares. And I mean, th this is the thing. This is how it happens, right? I bought it for my daughter, and we were playing it together. And every time she comes over, I never play it when she's not here. But when she comes over, we'll play it for about an hour and a half. And we've built a ship. We've built a. Um, a chasm we've built sort of Finn from Adventure Time a massive sculpture of him in the middle of our city 
And it's it's just something that you can do together. And it's like playing with Lego, but it's there constantly. So you'll say, what do you want to do? Oh, let's do this today. Oh, that looks brilliant. And you'll look at other videos to get inspiration of things you want to do. And she will literally sit there and watch me do it for an hour. And this girl can't stay still for five minutes. My sister saw us playing it and she came over. She bought it on her Xbox 360. And she also asked for her birthday from people for Minecraft books, the books that tell you how to make things. Wow. And she's 27. It's not like she's young, but she plays it. And that's literally what she uses her Xbox 360 for. It's a Minecraft player. And awesome. it just... Sorry, Gareth, what was you going to say? I just said, that's awesome. It is awesome because it's very simplistic. And you only have to show it to someone and they go, okay, that looks great. It's like my dad, he loves World War. And I was telling him about World War games. So I showed him Band of Brothers... Uh, not Band of Brothers. What is it? A rock band. No. Why don't play rock band if he likes World War games? Hey, Dad, I know you like war games. Why don't you come play rock band with me? <laughs> Why is Ryu Suzuki telling him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ryu Suzuki's often in my mind. Um, but we were playing uh, Brothers in Arms. That, no. That's it. And I said to my dad, right, you've got to go behind cover here. It's all very authentic. It's got all the weaponry. But he just couldn't grasp it. But when I showed my sister that, you know, with Minecraft, all you do is place blocks on top of each other, similar to Lego, she got it straight away, and she could take that away, and she's taught herself how to play it. And it, it's brilliant, and I go around there, and I see what she's created, and she creates roller coasters and stuff, and, you know, it's just something to just switch your mind off. It's so peaceful and relaxing, and you can spend hours just doing nothing. I've built an underground tunnel that I'm so proud of, because it stretches the entire sea, and... uh you know, people might look at it and go, that's not very impressive. But when you realise what it takes to build just a skyscraper in Minecraft and you see these people that have worked together to build cities, you realise just how many hours have gone into it, how much effort it's taken. I think those people are sick. There you go, Don. <clears throat> Thanks. And that's what they do. But, you know, you play Destiny, Destiny, that's your thing. These people like to coexist in this world and build... A civilization, whereas you like to destroy civilizations I and you kill like, the king's son. I do like to kill things in the face, this is true. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nolan seemingly confirms The Last of Us 2 during panel appearance. Can you tell us about this? He loves panels, doesn't he? He pops out every now and, now and again and does yeah. like a million of them. Um, normally to coincide with the fact he's got a new game coming out, which uh, obviously he does. But he's not <laughs> going to be in this, is he? <clears throat> not that I know of. But then uh, I haven't read this full story, so I don't know. Gareth, take it away. It was at MetroCon, which I guess is some anime convention in America. Oh, it's um, a convention about the Metro, the underground um, train service. Yeah, Metro 2033. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, or Metrosexuals. Yep, yeah, it's about Metrosexuals and the Nolan North, famed Metrosexual. Um, he basically said that, yes... Last of Us 2 is in development, but that he probably won't be in it. Especially um, now he's spoiled the surprise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, The Last of Us 2 has also popped up on somebody's, like, resume on LinkedIn before, so this isn't the first time. Yeah. So it seems like that game is probably going to happen. They weren't sure after The Last of Us 1. They said that, I think the quote was, there's a 50-50 chance there, there will be a Last of Us 2. Um, and obviously if something sells and does that well it's probably going to get a sequel, so this isn't yeah. really a surprise, but... Yeah, nice. normally you'll find a 
bunch of uh, adverts in the trade press for developers and coders for uh, companies known for specific games. <clears throat> and so most of the time you know a certain game is coming. Yeah. Because of that. But yeah, there you go. But, you know, Nolan North, he does have the scoops when it comes to Naughty Dog games, doesn't he? And uh, he's going to obviously be working on Uncharted 4. So he may have seen around the offices a few little posters. Someone said to him, shh, don't say anything, Nolan. We know what you're like. <laughs> and he's just spilt the beans, hasn't he? Because he thinks he is above the law when it comes to voice actors. Um, Arkham Knight is the biggest game launch of the year so far. Of course it is. It was always going to be, wasn't it? The amount of funding they put behind their advertisement campaign. It's Batman. You know, was it going to be anything else? It's not exactly had a hard... Um, line up to go up against, does it? Yeah, and it helps that it launched on PC as well as PS4 and uh, uh, and PS and Xbox. I don't know if you can call what it did on PC a launch. No, it, well, exactly, it was a failure piece to launch. Of sh- piece of shit, but they still count those, those loads of sales they made on day one on the PC. Um, hey, Don. Towards the sales, which is a fucking liberty, if you ask me. Don. Yes. There's no such thing as a free launch. Oh, fucking hell. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. But Batman, you've had your biggest gaming launch of the year so far, have it? Because the year's not over yet. Nope. And I'm pretty sure that when the year's over, you're going to be smiling over the other side of your bloody face. Yep, especially when the Taken King is launched. <laughs> and I'll tell you what I think of Batman Arkham Knight <laughs> in what have we been playing? Legends of Zelda, Oracle of Time, heading to Wii U in Europe. Now, is there anything that this game isn't heading to? I. This is the most ridiculous pointless thing i i don't so ocarina of time has been on the wii console for years the wii u is basically backwards compatible as a, as a wii it has the same os built onto it so you can go into wii mode and essentially turns into a wii and you can then just play the wii shop version of it yeah. this is the most pointless needless fucking release to ever it's just literally pointless i can't I, 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 just just pointless it's already there. So saying this is a release on the Wii U shop, they've just put it on a different shop to the one you can already get it on. So, <laughs> but let's have a look if there's any improvements in it, Dom. No. It's it's the exact same game as it always was. You can't improve Ocarina of Time anyway. Well, no. Mm. Well, that, that's a bit of a shame, isn't it? You know, let's I mean, be honest. It's, it's good it's there, but pointless that it's there at the same time. Because yeah. you can already get a hold of it if you've got a Wii U, so... Well done, Nintendo. And it'll probably be... Oh, who cares? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 supports insane multiplayer for 20 people. Now, guys, that is absolutely insane. I'm sure that the developers are a little bit mad. I can't even imagine it? 20 people in the same place at the same time, let Could alone on the internet. That? Yeah, I mean, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 was one of the first um, online games for the PlayStation 2. Uh, so if anyone is going to step out and sort of go to the next level, then it's this um, 20 person multiplayer sessions. I don't know, 20 people, 20 people swearing, 20 people. It's a bit insane, thinking. isn't it? It's, you, you could say it's insane. One time uh, I was at a gig and there were at least 18 people there. And I said, that, this is crazy. That is insane. That is insane. I was on the bus earlier today. Yeah. And I think there must have been about 22 people on that bus. 22? I said to the driver, pull over, this is insane. <laughs> Just stop the bus. What are you doing? You're absolutely crazy. Don, do you any, did you encounter anything crazy today? No. 
I suppose going on the tube, uh, being squashed with a, a lot of people during the harsh heat of uh, Monday, that's pretty insane. If you went on the tube, or in fact on any of the new buses that London has yesterday, yeah. you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> Is that more insane than 20 players multiplayer <laughs> session on Tony Hall? I think project? it would be, but unbelievably, no. I, I can imagine idiots going on a baking hot fucking stifling tube or bus, but I can't imagine 20 people. Yeah. Tony Hawk. I read that um, it was so hot on the tube yesterday that if you were transporting oh, say, say cattle... Who knows when someone's listening to this? Uh, on Tuesday. The 1st of July, Wednesday? 2015. What's it, the date of it? It was Wednesday uh, yesterday, okay. Yeah. If you were on the tube on Wednesday... The 1st of July. If you had been a cow... It would have been illegal for you to be there because it would have been too hot to transport cattle at that heat. So, if you were on the tube and you saw a cow next to you, you could say, excuse me, get off. You're breaking the law by bringing that bovine onto this bus. That was really good, Gareth. You could have said that, uh, Gareth, when you were on a tube so you could get off. If you ever want to get off, just pretend you're a cow (laughs) in hot weather. Um, There's a guy with a face... And his name is <laughs> Seth Gordon. Now, Gareth, yours, there's loads of feedback. Yeah, that's Don, I think. No, it's Don? not. What? It's all perfectly good. There we go. <laughs> he says fixing his microphone. <laughs> all I do whenever that happens is pull out the cord and then push it back in again. That's what And it fixes right. it. Mm. Magic. Oh, the troubled Uncharted movie has lost its third director... Is he dead? No, they, they just can't find <laughs> no, him. No, he's not. They've lost him. Where's he gone? It's, this is crazy. It's insane. Uh, what is it with uh, video game films? And they go through such a horrid development. That, what is it? Is it that the, the, uh, the, um, the right directors, they don't really have an idea about the game and then they face opposition from the developers and the people who own the rights because it's not a true vision. But then if, unless you've played the games and you've got an intimate knowledge about them, it's very hard to write a screenplay uh, based on that actual series, isn't it, Gareth? Yeah, that's why we need Kojima to just make a Metal Gear Solid film. Yeah. Because he's the only one who understands what the fuck's going on, so... Yeah. Otherwise we get stuck with Bless another him. Resident Evil. But that, that is literally the problem with every video game movie ever. They never get the devs behind it involved in writing the thing. Yeah. It's, it seems very yeah. strange, doesn't it? Yeah. Because they're always touting about, oh, we've got such great writers of the scripts and this person's fantastic and they win BAFTA gaming sort of for stories and stuff, gaming nominations and awards. But then when it actually comes to films and stuff, they don't put their writers forward to actually write the scripts. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame. But I would watch CGI films of uh, gaming sort of things, similar to what they did with Resident Evil. Uh, you know, Final would, Fantasy Seven Advent Children. Yeah, exactly. That was a nice, a nice thing. Uh, uh, not uh, Spirits Within, though, Gareth. No. No. Uh, I'd like a Halo one like that, a CGI one, because uh, Peter Jackson was supposed to be doing that, wasn't he? But he got lost as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, the TV series they did before, in conjunction with the Halo Four launch, was actually pretty good. Thank TV you. series? It was just like a few parts. Webisode. Webisode. Yeah. Webisode. Yeah. If you watched all that together as one thing, it was actually pretty decent. Thank you. 
But again, uh, but we've had the developers lots. were involved, so... Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Uh, some of it's been very nice. Some of it's been absolutely shocking. And I'm sure you can agree, <laughs> some of it's been absolutely insane. 20? 20 exactly. people? 20, can you imagine it? No. Oh, I don't want to. It's time for this week's video game music segment. Uh, this week we'll be playing music from one of the most beloved series in games, uh, one of the most revered, one of the most popular, and somehow one that we've never played any music from before in the entire uh, past year and a half of this podcast, which is insane. Um, so for fans of the series, I apologise for not playing music from it sooner. And for people who don't like the series, maybe you'll still really appreciate the music. It is, in my opinion, some fantastic epic music. Uh, The series is, of course, Metal Gear Solid. Um, And with E3 just going by, uh, and like new trailers coming out for games, the Metal Gear Solid 5 trailers have all been pretty fantastic. Um, And in my opinion, some incredible music has been used in uh, all of them. But I'll be playing one track from... Um, the trailers that came out, uh, as well as one track from Metal Gear Solid's past. So I'll be playing the main theme to Metal Gear Solid 2, so the Patriots. I'll be playing that first. Uh, and then secondly, I'll be playing a song uh, by Donna Burke called Sins of the Father, which is from um, one of the Metal Gear Solid 5 trailers that came out. It's a song written specifically for the game, and uh, it just has an awesome epic feel. So, in order, the first song you'll be hearing is the main theme from Metal Gear Solid 2. And then the second song you'll be hearing is from Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. It's called Sins of the Father, and it's sung by Donna Burke. So just turn it up and enjoy the epic music of Metal Gear Solid.
So, Gareth, what made you choose the music for this week? Uh, well, something weird happened between me and Don this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not sexual. Disgusting. It's not oh, sexual. Okay. Uh, me and Don, at some point, I think our brains triggered the exact same time and we're telepathically linked to go, <laughs> oh, I'm suddenly well excited for Metal Gear Solid Five. That yeah. game looks cool. Because I was watching a trailer for it and I was like, this music's awesome, the shit that's going on the screen is awesome. And I was like, suddenly well pumped for it. And then I was like, Metal Gear Solid 5 music this week. So, Metal Gear Solid. Well, yeah. if, you, if you've not watched the extended kind of E3 uh, in-game footage, I suggest you go head over to YouTube and do so. Because it's mental and it's great. Except it's we all have a different favourite song from the trailers. <laughs> yeah. My favourite is Allegia by New Order, which was a tribute to their uh, lost former bandmate who committed suicide at the age of 23 uh, when they were Joy Division. Uh, a very haunting tune, but Gareth and Don prefer the more camp and metrosexual sort of James Bond-esque uh, woman singing like they did in Snake Eater. Snake Eater! Yeah, my favourite is very much like Sins of the Father, mine's called. Yeah, I don't and it has some woman going whoa just loads of times <laughs> yeah no one likes that sort of stuff I liked the uh, nuclear by Mike Oldfield track it's you're crazy crazy, you crazy like crazy. the wolf it's all about Donna Burke going whoa <laughs> <laughs> no it's not it's about New Order going Right, so, as children, we all have our favourite games. Connect Four, Twister, with your mum's friend who's wearing a low-cut top, Kaplunk, Snakes and Ladders, and who can forget, please, Uncle Mike, if you're going to keep me in the cupboard, please take the chains off at least. This week, as with last week, we have decided to play Guess Who. It's mainly a chance for Don to redeem himself after his embarrassing (laughs) showing last week. (laughs) As before, the winner will be the person to guess the other gaming character with as few questions as possible. You can only have one guess. Once you feel you have enough questions to make an informed decision, the questions asked can only be answered yes or no. Now, Gareth, I'd like to ask you, are you ready for this? Yep. Right, I am going to send you over your character. And Don, you're going to have to guess. Just limbering up. Limbering up. Lubing up? Limbering up. Oh. Lubing up. It depends if it's lower cost. Lubing up. There it is, Gareth. It's been sent to you. If it's not lower cost or Master Chief, again, I'm at a massive disadvantage here because those are the only two characters I know in video games. Well... I but after right that, I think it's... I've got the first question absolutely nailed. Fucking hell. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, after what happened last week's fiasco. He's come prepared. Come prepared for the right question to be asked first right. time. I think I'm ready to accept your question into Woo! my gaping chasm. Your gaping face. My oh, gaping yeah. ears. Okay, first question. <clears throat> Is this character human? Thank you very much. Thank you. That oh, is. yes. 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 yes, it is. It isn't Sonic. Fuck you, Sonic. Or Tails. Fucking Tails. Yes, oh. Sonic. Here we go. <sighs> okay, so it is human. Thanks. Fuck. That narrows it down massively. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is this 
Oh god, I've got to keep remembering that it's actually a, a side character that does absolutely fuck all in the game and not the main character. Oh yes. That's very important to this, isn't it? I've got to that. Right. It's very important, Tom. Very, very important, because that's what fucked me over last week, so I completely forgot. <sighs> okay. Is this character male? Yes. Important questions. Yes, it is. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, excited it was yes when no yeah, would yeah. also have been acceptable as a good answer. <laughs> it's almost as if he feels that he's winning points by you saying yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm already further than I was at last, last week. At the end, I'm already further. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm just waiting for you to ask questions about the hairstyles of the character. No, 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 no such foolish nonsense will happen this week. Oh, so that was I've your second question. Second question. Third question. Is this character in a first-person shooter? No. Oh, oh, there's only one other uh, type of game after that, isn't there? <laughs> there is. Oh man, see, this is very, it's, it's a tricky one because if you don't get it right the first time, then uh, there's so many other options to choose from that it, it, it kind of screws you up a little bit. You're going to use up a lot of questions. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, this is quite a okay, not first-person shooter. A male, human, not a first-person shooter. Okay, okay, okay. Try to think of all the other games that exist out there. Okay, okay. There are some others. Is this a Japanese title that this person appears in? Yes. Japanese produced, Japanese definitely. Okay, fantastic. This is going really well. I'm, I'm confident. Four questions in. Four questions in. One, one, one. Okay. Male, human, not an FPS, Japanese game. Okay. Here we go. Okay. This is where he thinks. Is this game part of a long-running established series of games? Yes. Fuck yes. Oh my god, I'm absolutely on Go fire. On. Both literally and metaphorically. I'm literally... Can I just tell you, I'm actually sat in nothing but my underwear right now. No, wait, no you can't tell us that. Can I, can I tell you that? Is I hope it... you don't wear pants, on. No, I don't. It's, it's, I lost so much respect for my neighbour yesterday. <laughs> he he <laughs> was just wearing pants. He was, oh. in his, he was in his... I know it's hot. And stuff like that. But when does it get to the point in your life where you think pants are better than boxer shorts? You've got major problems. With yeah, that. it's like Russell Brand. I love him with all my heart, but he wears like white wire fronts all the time. <laughs> he probably does an experiment to see if he can actually repel women at any point in his life. Wouldn't you just out, love that? No, he can't. But you have to actually try and not to. You have to try and put them at bay because it becomes such a fucking problem after a while. Oh yes. Okay, so how many questions is that? Five? Five. Five, Five. okay. Japanese, male, human. This is going well, going well. Okay. It's going well done. Right, what was my last fucking question? Jesus, I've forgotten. Your last question was, am I allowed to tell you that I'm not wearing anything? <laughs> that was a question. <laughs> oh. So that was your sixth question. Rule by error there. Oh, yeah. fortunate. What was the question before that? Uh, Japanese. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, long-running established series. Yes, there we it go. Is. There we go. There we go. Okay. Now on to your sixth question, Don. Question. Okay, this is important. It's an important point because Gareth had it by seven last week, and so I'd, I'd like to try and beat him. That doesn't mean that you can go back and then win posthumously. <laughs> um, does this character hang around with or have himself spiky hair? Yes. Does he hang around with spiky hair? <laughs> or have... I, you know what I meant. Yes, no. he does. Fuck yes. Okay. Does this person 
Okay, I'm going to go. I'm just going to have to go for this because uh, I'm running out of questions and I, I want to be able to beat Gareth because he's bound to get it before 10 questions. So I'm going to go for it. Go for it right now. We've only had six, darling. Ah, <sighs> oh, yeah, but Gareth is he's good at this shit and he, he might do it in six this week because he's, he's had practice and he's confident. I don't think I'm very confident. <sighs> okay, okay. Does this person have a gun for an arm? Yes. Oh! I <laughs> should have gone for it, you bastard. Oh, is this person Barrett from Final Fantasy? His full name. Barrett for an arm. Yep. Technically, his name's anything I fucking choose to give him because you can name him whatever you want. So, uh, yes. Well done, uh, Don. Well, you, know, you had him on your mind all last week. Uh, oh. Presumably before the podcast even began, he was on your mind. <laughs> true, true. But you've got it in seven questions. Yes. Which is pretty good. I don't think I'm going to beat that. Ooh, especially <laughs> if I uh, don't really know who this next character is and I just start making shit up. Yep. Right. Here it comes, Don. Your character is waiting inside. Okay. Okay, let's open this bad boy up. Oh. I didn't say that it wasn't a main character. I said it was a non-event character. Someone that no one really cares about. No one would say that they're their favourite character and that no one actually cares about. Okay, uh, okay. okay. Ooh, seems I an feel... important twist. I feel that is a very important twist that uh, could cost Gareth points here. Although people really definitely do care about Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. I Not did. Really. I it was, although, to be fair, I, I did sideline a bit when I played through Final Fantasy VII. And but, I wonder why, Don. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm ready if you are. You know who it is? I do know who it is. Okay, it's not going to tell you, Gareth. That's not how the game works. No, it's not I was waiting for him to confirm that he's Google search. Is that one of your questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> Believe it or not, Believe it or not, I didn't need to Google search this character. Okay, I feel like the first few questions that we need to ask are sort of established. But yeah, being in video games, it can really fuck you up if you don't. Yeah, so, is your character male? Yes. Okay. Boom, straight out of the gate, got one. Well I, done, got, I got one right. There we go. Um. Is the character human? I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes. I know he's Rob human. Rob can overrule if he, if he wishes. He is human. He is human. Yeah. I'm correct in thinking. Okay, male human. So this is like one of three. Um, <laughs> does this character appear in games where he primarily fights things? Ooh, yes. Yes, okay. Uh, You're doing well, Gareth. You're doing pretty well. Yeah. Good so far. But unfortunately, though, that's the most common type of game, so basically. Really yeah. it down. <laughs> um, but you've got to establish that, otherwise, you're screwed with it. Yeah, because, like, you know, Mario punches things, but it's not primarily punching. So, it's all... Okay. Alright. <sighs> does he fight with guns? No, he does not. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. hmm. Where the fuck do I go from here? <laughs> this game is much harder than it first appears. Okay, so he doesn't use guns. No. No, okay. Not that question. Not that, not that question, Gareth. That's too controversial. Because in my head I was thinking of a character and then I thought, no, because that's like the main character of that game. So it no, it can be a main character. Yeah, oh shit. It's just a, non- like a character no one really cares about. But people would care about the character I'm thinking of. Oh, See, last week it was a secondary character that no one was really interested in. 
but yeah. rules have appeared to have changed ever so So then people care about Marcus Phoenix. I don't even know the fucking one. Uh, well, Marcus Phoenix is a great character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, so, male, human, doesn't use Correct. guns, but does fight people. Correct. Um... Does this person fight using weapons of any kind? Yes, he does. Okay. That's your fifth question, Gareth Williams. Man, this is fucking well hard. That's what she said. <laughs> so I basically narrowed it down to it's a character in a video game. That's true. Which is every video yeah. game. <laughs> but they don't use guns, which actually narrows it down quite a lot. Yeah. So now I'm leaning towards, like, fighting games... But there's not a lot that use weapons, and I don't think you'd name like one character from like Soul Calibur or some shit because that'd be a no. That's that hold up. Yeah. Oh no, that's low. That is low. Um, because you can't really have a main or side character in fighting games because they're yeah, all pretty yeah. much equal billing. Uh, Ryu, hello. He's obviously the love of their life. No, nah, Ken. Ken knows a Ryu any day. That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> um, Mel, human. Doesn't use guns, but does use weapons. God damn it. Um, is the game that this person is in set in the past? Yes, it is. Oh, God. Right, so you're now use your sixth question. If you use your seventh question and guess it, you are drawing with Donald. If you get it with your next question, then you win. What? So if I just guess who it is now, then I win. Then you win. But if I ask one more question, then I draw. Draw, which make it allows you to save hair. But if I get it, if I guess and get it wrong, then I just straight out lose. You do. That's that's why this game's so on edge, Gareth. And people have been known to lose it. Okay. Um. I kind of want to take a pun, but I'm worried. I know you're worried, Gareth, and we're all here for you if if you do lose. And remember, you can always add a, like a ten minute thing onto the end of the podcast. Explaining <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so That's which true. Don doesn't have that luxury. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of I'm leaning a certain way. I know you are because of a reaction. <laughs> Because of a reaction I got to one of my questions that wasn't quite a 100% yes, but you had to defer to Don okay. whether it was a yes or not. On whether the character was human. Yes. So I'm thinking, and I'm just going to make a guess right now. Wow, brave. I would make the same guess you're about to make, Gareth. I would too. Is yeah. the character that you are Kratos from God of War? Wow, Gareth Williams. You have yes. one. Yes, again. Oh. I blame myself for uh, giving you too big a clue there. Which, which, I knew which as soon was that, mate? Is he human? Uh, yes, but Rob can overrule me if he wants. That's just about a big giveaway. Well, you, that was that was the answer to the question I asked, though. You yeah. couldn't have just said yes straight up because he's also a fucking god. <clears throat> he is also half god, technically. Yeah. But, oh, I'm well happy I got that. I am too, because. 
fucking who would have known? He what? was he was who I was thinking when I said I'm thinking a certain way, but I'm not going to go there because he's the main character. And then you yep. were just like, I knew no, Gareth, he is Kratos. I just don't like him. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what you said. Basically, I think he's a shit character. Is what he's saying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. That, two that was... successful runs. Both of that. well done to both of us. There, I think very well done. Yeah. No, don't, the loser doesn't get well done. No, I, I do. Except, I, I, except I did get it. Except you. You also got it last week. It's not like it's stretched. I didn't get it last week. You got Barrett last week as an answer. (laughs) Yeah. Once again, it is time for the longest-running weekly soap opera on a podcast. Tifa 2 is set in an exclusive tea room in London's Mayfair. It charts the adventures of Rob and Don, two London inhabitants. Hi, Don. Been hot, hasn't it? Fuck me, what a bitch. So glad this tea room. This I am very glad that this tea room is air conditioned, uh, as I'm afraid I wouldn't have fancied tea at all. <laughs> what would we do then? <laughs> I'd literally have no clue, my friend. Well, we'd probably have to drink special brew in the park, like Mancunians do. Uh, <laughs> that is what they do, isn't it? <laughs> it is. That's what they do. They do that. They get the special brew, and what they do is they go to the local park and they'll sit on a bench if there's one free because obviously there's quite a lot of them, and they'll just drink all day. Uh, do you remember Woolworths? I do, yes. Back in the day, I'll tell you, I used to buy figures there. Uh, I used to buy Alien, Terminator, and Predator toys. Could you imagine doing that now, going into Toys R Us and buying sort of really violent figures? <laughs> I can imagine going to Toys R Us, but not for those reasons. Wait, no, can you actually be more explicit, mate? Because I'm actually quite scared of what you just said. <laughs> uh, I'd go to Toys R Us to look at um, some other things that they oh, sell. Dear. Yeah. So, um, basically, what I'm saying is, I used to go in there, I used to buy Terminator figures, used to get the Arnie ones, used to get T1000. We're not talking about great quality, and if you look at them now, they are quite laughable. Uh, Jurassic Park, you know, all the big movies, they. Even if they were 18 rated like Predator, they'd have their own figures with them, which is one of the reasons why I think a lot of these films nowadays, they're trying to get the PG or 12A um, parental guidance because then they can throw the merchandise at children. But back then, you know, I could go into Wolves and buy Ripley, I could buy, you know, a Predator, I could buy Alien, and no one batted an eyelid. Nope. Back in those days, we no one cared. They and you used, to, you used to also be able to buy very tiny Coke cans. <laughs> you could. Little teeny tiny miniature Coke cans. But, I had about one mouthful of drink in them. Yeah, but could you imagine doing that nowadays, what the kids would say? No. What would they say? They'd say, man, I ain't drinking that. In, <laughs> because that's what they say, isn't it? You know, used to get Dr. Pepper, used to get 7-Up, used to get Coca-Cola. And then, underneath, in a sort of another bowl, you would get 
the smaller suites. So you'd get small bounties. And you'd think to yourself, Woolworths, what are you doing? And let's be honest, Don, the pound shop has overtaken what Woolworths once was. <laughs> Woolworths was one of those places that sold bins. They sold sort of products. They sold cleaning products. They sold a few food and sweets and stuff like that. It was just that back then we didn't know what pound shops were. They didn't really exist. They came from up north um, for the Mancunians to get special brew from. And they've literally just come out down here and they've set up shop. What was the last thing you bought in a pound shop, Don? Uh, I don't think I've ever set foot in a pound shop. Do you just turn your nose up and walk through? I I, I kind of turn my nose away because they smell dreadfully of, of... Poor people. Yes. Um, I, I just I don't wish to noise their existence on any level whatsoever. To be honest. I know. I know. Uh, I've got to go now. Anyway, I've got to go back to work again. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend. I will. You too. Bye bye. Goodbye. So when we're not doing stuff like sweating from our bularks, we like to play games. Uh, this week, Don, been playing Destiny? I have, yes. Fantastic. Please tell us about it. Uh, Destiny is a first-person open-world shooter. Uh, There's only two online. types: first-person shooter and beat 'em ups. They're the only two genres that are available. One of the only two genres of games. This is the, the first type of genre of game. Uh, and you run around shooting many, many things in the facial area repetitively over <clears> and over again. Many times, yes. And yes. I have much fun doing so, doing lots of things, collecting the same stuff over and over again, levelling up my characters and weapons, and uh, generally going around with some mates, having a bit of a But the fact is stuff. that you've jumped out to the front and you said, I want to go first this week. I have. You have something to tell us, don't you, Don? I've played another game. I've played Shut another up. game. Oh, my I have. God. I actually played something else. And that game... Is not a golf game. Here we go. Well, uh, yep, as we reported last week on the news, the long-awaited PS Plus version of Drive Club <gasps> finally got released. You fuck right off. Yes. Yeah. I wish I could fuck right off, but unfortunately I'm unable to do so because it is true. Oh, my God. And you are on this podcast. And I'm on this podcast <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, and so I downloaded it, and it has been played. And then I paid the £19.99 to unlock the full version Whoa. of the game. That is correct. Whoa, how many yes, courses plus. is that? Yeah. Uh, say that again, sorry. How Gareth, many golf courses? Uh, sorry, we're just talking over each other. How many golf courses? How many what? what? Let's just What's ask both okay, right, okay, at the yeah. same time. We'll just ask at the same time. Three, two, <laughs> one. I thought it was the same. Uh, I thought it was the full game anyway. Gareth, why don't you do your question as well? Because I want to hear what your question was. I didn't know. All right, so let's do our questions. Ready? Three, two, one. I thought How many golf courses will the nineteen pound get you, Don? The full game. Anyway. Now that is really fucking weird. <laughs> okay. Um, no, and fifty is the answer to both of those questions. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the, the PS Plus version is uh, more or less a, a trial version, I guess you'd call it. It's um, cheeky. 
You can you can, you have a few cars on lot to start with, and there's um, all of the India tracks. Are it's called a demo. Well, yeah, basically it's a demo, yeah. but you can also um, you can do all the all the uh, what they're called trophies, races, yeah, trophies on PSN. Yeah. You do all the trophies. You can do a tour. You can do time trial stuff, and you can use the multiplayer. Uh, you can create a club um, and do all of that stuff. Uh, but you're mo- you're just limited to the number of tracks that you can use and the number of cars. Um, it is pretty limited in the PS Plus version. You do unlock more as you as you rank up. Um, did you say no one's telling me what to do? <laughs> I bet you did, and you stood up and you just <laughs> unlocked all of it like a nut. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's kind. Of, that's yeah. Let's let's say that's what I did. Yeah, it sounds like I was bold and all that shit. You um, are bold. <laughs> I am bold and all that shit. That is true. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. Yes. So um, I was playing it for a while. I decided that I liked it enough that I wanted to unlock the full game, and I was getting a bit annoyed that I couldn't unlock certain cars and. All the rest of it, and I was like, yeah, I want more of this, so um, I'll just pay the fucking goddamn money. Um, interestingly, though, there are there's a lot of there's still a lot of paid DLC content. Um, <laughs> it's fucking just insane. Um, there's a lot of content already, and you've got um, uh, there's a lot of cars that you can there's like nine or ten cars that you get for free as DLC. There's also um, some livery packs and a tour that you can get for free as the well, free DLC packs as well. But there's more that you have to actually pay a bit of money for it's not massively extortionate thank fuck but still it's kind of does great that there's a lot of stuff still a lot behind paywalls but again this is stuff they've also they added in slowly after the original release of the game last year um things like they've finally got the lamborghini license and so they've added a lamborghini only tour with all the new lamborghinis in it and stuff like that um so yeah but basically it's similar to uh forza kind of fall it's a cross between kind of forza and forza horizon I'd say, in that there are challenges as you go around. Um, the handling is kind of in that middle ground between arcade and simulation, um, but there's none of the annoying simulation shit of like setting up your suspension and changing your air pressure and all that crap. Um, you can keep that in uh, Gran Turismo, to be honest. Um, yeah, keep it with you, mate. Keep it with you in your goddamn Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um, so you can just get on and start racing. Um, it looks amazing. Um, the, the weather effects in there are genuinely fucking amazing. The, the rain, especially when you're using the in-car view, it, and the way it kind of collects on your windscreen and the windscreen wipers wash it away, it, it, it's, as, it's as realistic as anything you've ever seen um, to date. Uh, it, the weather really does affect the handling of the cars, how much you skid around the corners. Of, I mean, which is obviously, well, isn't obviously anything new, but it's done really well. The cars are all handled differently, um, and. Uh, the faster ones are fucking insanely difficult to control to the point where I prefer playing as a Mini Cooper because I can actually handle that fucking Oh, thing. my God. And win some races. Um, that said, uh, some of the cars you can unlock for free are um, electric vehicles and special kind of editions of cars, prototypes, stuff like that, which look amazing. Um, and some of those handle fantastically as well. The Renault, is, I can't remember what it's called. It's got a really weird name, but it's a Renault something. Renault Clio. No, it's not a Clio. It's a, it's a kind of uh, concept car. And it's uh, kind of hybrid. Uh, that is fucking excellent, that car. Um, and uh, it's if you like driving games, I definitely recommend you give it a try. Uh, uh, obviously, I it's like free. I like driving games. It's uh, free. So I bought myself PS- Horizon 2. Fanboy alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screwing bullshit. 
Um, so, but yeah, it is. Um, it is PlayStation only, so uh, PS4 only, I'm afraid. But if you've got, oh, got one, get download the free trial um, and give it a go. It's really good. Sense of speed out of it is fantastic. The music I really love. There's a lot of drum and bass and house music in a lot of the tracks to the extent where I've turned down all the kind of engine and car effects and just ramped the audio of the music up as I play. Um, oh, go on, Don. Yep. Have Turn on my sound system and just... Gareth has a question. Right yes, you do. Go for it. Um, are the tracks like, you know, the Nürburgring and stuff, or is it more just, here's a street? Uh, they're not real tracks as far as I'm aware. They're, um, okay. they're, they're kind of their street racing uh, and um, off-road tracks, and um, they, they go through actual courses. There are a few courses which I've, I haven't played on yet, but there are some which are on racetracks. Whether okay. they're real racetracks or not, I don't know, but no, it's predominantly... Um, real world made up tracks okay because because people go fucking nuts whenever they hear the words nurburgring <sighs> those people, people fucking love just, that shit uh, the nurburgring is one of those annoying fucking tracks in a game mainly because it takes about 12 minutes to drive one fucking lap around the bastard thing <laughs> and you're going oh my god i've got to do five laps of this i might as well just fucking gr- i'm gonna grow a beard this is fucking ridiculous can i tell you guys a story yes you can when forza 2 came out uh, on the Xbox 360, I think it was about 2007. I can't be 100% sure. Uh, I bought it. Not only did I need a hard drive, which was one of the reasons why I bought a hard drive, uh, because Microsoft said, guys, you're never going to need a hard drive. Don't worry about it. It's optional. But when Forza 2 came out, Forza Motorsport 2, I was forced to buy a hard drive at the same time. Now, me and my friend were playing it, and there was this young guy. I think he must have been about 11 I think I was, well, how old was I in 2007? 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So I was about 20, 21. <laughs> and we made this 11-year-old kid drive around the Nuremberg ring about 10 times uh, because we told him that he would unlock a certain car. So we were in spectator mode just watching him <laughs> going around. And uh, in the end, he did it. It's like, I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. And we said, oh, we must not have done it right. And he's like, oh. And then we just laughed, and that was the sort of thing I used to do back then. That was when <laughs> Xbox Live was in its infancy. And, you know, you could have fun with it. Good. Okay. Um, so one of the main features of Drive Club is the club uh, ex- uh, element of it. Golf so you club. Can... <laughs> That's, this is where it comes in, Gareth. <laughs> this is okay. where, and, uh, yeah, so basically you can choose a 9-iron, uh, oh, yes. you know, all the irons are available. Yeah. And um, knock yourself out with as many irons as you as you want to use. <laughs> that basically. is absolutely fantastic. Forget all the driving part. <laughs> Forget of it. the driving. Just just enjoy the actual clubs. What? So you yeah. you don't have a driver in this game? That's you the are the you driver. That's that's the that's the that's the the whole point of this game. You turns out you are the driver. Wow. So, it's like uh, an indie game. So does it? Is it like a mirror that turns around and shows you your own face? <laughs> it's a bit like that. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Yeah. So, how would you say it's keeping you off of Destiny, or is it still that Destiny um, giving you the pull? It's uh, not kept me completely off Destiny, um, although it has, you know, given me uh, some time off of it, and I've enjoyed not playing Destiny and playing something else. With me you. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was. I'm happy to hear you talk about another game. To be honest, Tom. <laughs> I thought you might be, um, but also it's. Um, uh, it's good. To, the, the kind of the club element is good because it's um, it means you've got your mates on there. I mean, Guy Whitlock is also on there, obviously. Oh. Uh, 
and it means that you can level up your club when you're not playing. So other, you know, your mates they can be playing, and as they're a member of your club, your club rank goes up every time. Did you they... let guy in your club? I did let guy into my club, but you'll be glad to know that I purposely gave our cars the worst possible paint job you could ever imagine Good. neon I'm green glad. and gold and made it as disgusting as possible the logo yeah. i created looks as shit as possible good. um all in the uh interest of upsetting guy whitlock as much as possible good i'm glad and i bet you call yourself the destiny boys or something like that don't you no the name of our club is uh, dookie drive nuts oh <laughs> which again uh annoys guy no end because um i like the fact guy will just put himself through it though he will. Which is pretty much what he did with his podcast. <laughs> he doesn't like doing anything, but he'll still put himself through it. Yep. Which is, I don't know if that's a quality in someone. Uh, nah. <laughs> it is, no. It's a, it's a quality, but not necessarily one you want to have. No, it's not one you want to have. I think they call them bottom feeders. <laughs> right, uh, so Gareth, like what have you been playing this week? Uh, this week, uh, I've been playing some... Heroes of the Storm, because they uh, just patched it. Uh, they added a new hero and a oh, new... Oh, you've got a mount now, haven't you? A new mount. Yeah, I got my Hearthstone card. Yeah, and what does that do? Um, When you press Z, your character will get on a mount, which lets them move faster. Oh, wow. And now, my characters can surf on a Hearthstone card. Yeah, and does it do anything in particular? Nope. Nope. But I had but... to win 100 games of Hearthstone, which took about a week and a half. What are we talking, Gareth, when you're playing uh, Heroes of the Storm? Uh, what are we talking about, the kind of percentage of players who have that particular mount? Is it kind of every now and then you'll meet someone that's got it as well? Or do you sort of feel that your your self-esteem improves when you're flying around on it because everyone's looking at you like, wow, he done it? I feel like uh, not many people have it because winning 100 games of Hearthstone is actually a massive <laughs> pain in the fucking ass. And yeah. not worth the trouble at all. So do you think they pity you rather than... I think yeah. they look at me the same way we would look at, like, a Big Brother winner. Okay. You're yeah. like, well, they've got, like, £100,000 now, but I still wouldn't trade lives with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Or someone that's kind of built, like, or grew, grown the world's longest fingernails. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's nice, well, well done, but I wouldn't necessarily have done it myself. But I like, but I prefer scratching my ass comfortably. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I have that mount now. But the main reason I've played a bit more of it is because uh, they patched it, it, released a new hero and a new battleground. Uh, but the thing is, because you don't get to pick which battleground you play on, you just have to click play and hope you get that battleground. So I've not actually got to play on it yet. Fantastic. Uh, which was kind of the main reason I was playing on it, but no. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it though. It's a uh, Diablo three themed, and I love Diablo, so that's yeah. cool. Uh, and this week I've also been playing Borderlands two. Oh, oh Gareth! <laughs> because on the... uh, Xbox three sixty or uh, uh, PC? On the picker. Oh wow! Because <laughs> you played it on three sixty before, didn't you? Yep, I've played it all the way through on three sixty. I have a max level character, but there was a humble bundle sale that had. Borderlands 2 and all the DLC in it so I said oh. to my friends let's all buy this and play this Yeah, and that's all we've been doing every night for like the past five nights that's fantastic and what class have you been this time? well they started a psycho wasn't really feeling it then switched to a commando last night uh, leveled I that up 
<laughs> what was his name? Axton. Uh, yeah, Axton. I, I played with, and this is what I'm going to say because, well, well, I'll get onto it when I talk about what I've been playing. But I'm playing as uh, the guy with the two guns that goes berserk. The Gunzerker. The guns. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and before on the Xbox 360, I played as uh, Axton, and it's the different sort of uh, tactics that you use that makes it feel like an entirely different game. Yeah. So uh, that's just fantastic, isn't it? The balance that's in it. But like I said, I'll talk about it more. But obviously, if you use a different character, some people say, "Why would you put in all those hours again?" Uh, originally I was a bit sort of hesitant to actually buy it again and put the hours in but I'm using different tactics I'm using different ways to get out of things and sort of things like that and you've probably had the same experience Gareth. Yeah, uh, especially like playing with friends who haven't played the game before and some of them like are sort of a bit cold on the concept of Borderlands, like oh I'm yeah. not sure if we'll enjoy it. Really. But sort of seeing their, their reactions change to things over the past few hours because originally I started, you know they hadn't played the first one, so they couldn't get a proper grasp of the story. Yeah. So they were a bit lost to start with, but then they just realise how fun it is to play the game, and they don't really care what the content of the quest is. They're just like, "Oh, we got a new quest, and we get like yeah. a shield out of it. Let's go do that because my shield's pretty bad." And we go and we have fun. And before you know it, like four hours have gone by, and it's one in the morning, and everyone's like, "Oh, we have to stop now." Oh, yeah, just... you have to stop as well, Gareth. I know it's a yeah. weird feeling. I like you have to stop. Whereas before you'd just be dribbling and ejaculating in yourself. Now, you literally just have to say, well, literally I've got a stock. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah. Do you, did you ever stop and go, <laughs> silly children, when they were trying to do something? Because what I found is that when I started playing it again, is it felt a lot more natural. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't so confusing. And you kind of take on more missions than one. So rather than returning back to Sanctuary, you'll do four missions and then return back to Sanctuary. Whereas before, when I first started, I was doing a mission, returning to Sanctuary to turn in, going back out, doing another mission, returning to Sanctuary, rather than just doing them all as a group of missions and then going back and turning in all together. So it's little trips like that, tricks like that that you learn. That I've now applied and I'm enjoying my second run through. Yeah, because it means your first run through will take you like 20 hours to complete the game, but then your second run through, you can get to that same level in like half the time because you know yeah. what you're doing. And you're just you having fun learning this class, uh, getting new weapons, um, but it's still just so much fun to play. And it is, every new class plays differently, so it's like playing a, a different game almost. Yeah, you've been looking for a game like that to play, you've done a good game. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should give it a try. Ages. I, yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to at all. I'm he's not, going. not is he? <laughs> He'll start crying. Right, so that's fantastic, Gareth. Uh, <clears throat> what What have I been playing? Uh, yeah. Well, I've been playing. Unless you've been playing something else, Gareth. Nope, that was it. I just presume that that was it. <laughs> now, Arkham Knight. You might remember last week I was talking about it, but I wasn't very enamoured with. The Batmobile. Was that uh, a pun? It's, I thought, as I was saying it, I said an armoured, then there was a pause, and I thought, oh my god, is that a pun? <laughs> is that a pun? I've just said a pun. And then good. I said Batmobile, and then you say, was that a pun? And that kind of justified to myself what I was thinking originally. <laughs> right, so, uh, I can't really put it into words how I felt about this game. So I came up with an analogy. Now, you know how much we like our analogies here, uh, to try and help people understand. You're in a restaurant, it's a really nice restaurant, 
You have been on the reservation list for quite a while and have been looking forward to eating there for ages. You have heard the food is excellent and is well presented. Presentation is something they take great pride in. <clears throat> you go for the lamb shank with mashed potatoes and gravy. It's so nice, the meat just falls from the bone. The potatoes are fluffy and the vegetables are cooked to perfection. The chef obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to preparing the main meal. Stop, the waiter says. Before you continue, I just want to make your meal, I just want to take your meal away. But I was really enjoying that, and I only took two mouthfuls. I am very sorry, sir, but we have a new policy at this restaurant in which our customers cannot enjoy themselves too much, the waiter responds. Looking puzzled, you reply, okay then, what do I have to do to continue this meal? I do want to finish it because from what I tried, it was amazing. The waiter smiles politely, looking quite embarrassed regarding what he's about to say. <coughs> Unfortunately, sir, before you continue your meal, I must ask you that you eat this plain boiled rice with a chopsticks. You look puzzled. Even though it's a relatively simple task that lacks any enjoyment, you go along with it until you have picked up every single grain of rice using the Batmobile, uh, sorry, chopsticks. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I know it wasn't very interesting and it was bland, but for some reason we have been asked to include it in our meals. The waiter seems to identify with your plight as he hands you back the main course of lamb shank and mashed potatoes. Uh, you look up to your partner who is eating with you. You know what? Even though picking up the rice with the chopsticks was a real hassle and I hated it, I'm glad I did it as this meal is fantastic. You finish the meal and you are ready for dessert, so you call over the waiter. That was lovely and we're now ready to order dessert. <coughs> the waiter looks at the floor and folds his arms. I don't really know how to say this, sir, but before you can eat dessert, you must once again pick up grains of rice with chopsticks. But this time, there are more grains of rice. You know, just so it isn't so dull. You let out a sigh. Is the dessert as nice as the main course? Why, of course it is, sir. Well, I guess I have no choice. So you do it again, but you're not having fun. You know that if you get through it, again, it will be worth it for the dessert. Finally, the dessert is served to you. It's glorious. Chocolate spun cake with fudge sauce dripping down the side. You savour each mouthful, but you can't fully enjoy it, as inside you have the horrid realisation that maybe, just maybe, the waiter will interrupt you again and ask you to pick up more rice using chopsticks. You finally finish, licking the plate clean with your tongue. Did you enjoy your meal, sir? Asked the waiter as he collects the plates. Uh, yeah, parts of it were nice. You add as you grab your coat from the back of your chair. As you make your way to the exit, you tell your partner to wait for you outside as you need to discuss something with the waiter. Uh, excuse me, can I just have a question with you regarding the meal? The waiter turns around. Of course, sir. I hope everything was to your liking. Well, yes, yes it was. The main, uh, the main and the dessert was some of the best I've ever tasted and your chefs clearly know what they're doing. The waiter looks pleased. Why, thank you. I'll be pleased to pass on your praises, sir. They have mastered their particular meals. Yeah, but can I just ask about the rice and the chopsticks? Do you really have to include them in your meal? 
the waiter excels. No, no, we don't. With that, he turns and walks off, leaving you standing alone and confused in the middle of the restaurant. So there we go. That is Batman Arkham Knight, in a nutshell. So you couldn't express in words how you felt, so instead you gave us a ten minute long story about it. Well, it's, well, you're allowed to put ten minute stories in whenever you feel like it. <laughs> what I'm saying, Gareth, is yeah. I don't want to talk about how bad it is because it will fall on deaf ears. Okay. Yes, the combat is fantastic. The combat is brilliant. The exploration is great. Everything that you would consider great within the Arkham series of games. But the Batmobile is so mind-numbingly dull, so mind-numbingly stupid, that you really have to wonder why these people left it in or decided that it would be an absolute great idea to have it in there in the first place. But then when you decide and you see that they actually let out the PC disgrace, then you probably start realising that actually, maybe, they're not as great as they think they are. Now, Arkham, Arkham Asylum was fantastic. It was linear. There's no wonder it was the best in the series because they made the sections of the game fit their engine. They It made it fit the gameplay parameters which they provided, which Rocksteady made. The fighting engine was epic. It was brilliant. The exploration in the game was tailor-made to get from point A to point B. In Arkham Knight, it's very hard for you to understand why they've decided to have this massive open-plan world. Because when you're down on the street in city level, even though the combat's still great, it's not sort of improvised or composed as well as it was when it was in set places, in closed environments. It doesn't have that same feeling. None of it has that same feeling. We loved Arkham Asylum, didn't we? Yep. One of the best games ever made. Exactly. And by opening it up and adding the Batmobile, you are taking away the essence of what that made that game fantastic. It's the same with Resident Evil 4. Okay, I know I'm comparing the two there. I think Arkham Asylum and Resident Evil 4, while not exactly the same game, we're talking about the beats of the game. Like any good movie, it's got a beginning, a middle and an end. And it's very much what it's supposed to be. Resident Evil 4, no matter how good it is, could not be taken and put into an open-world environment where Leon is going around a living futuristic city, sort of battling zombies and stuff like that. It would be good up to a point, but it wouldn't be Resident Evil 4. Comparing Arkham Asylum to Arkham Knight, they're completely different games, and I think that Arkham Knight suffers because of it. It's They're not... People absolutely pander to everyone to make everything open world if it will start from humble beginnings it has to be open world oh zelda oh that's good now isn't it oh what should we do let's make it an open world you know it's it just seems to be whatever developers go on the reason why grand theft auto is so good is because it's always been an open world game that's grand theft auto it's brilliant let them get on with it arkham asylum these batman games arkham asylum is amazing because it's Arkham Asylum. And the reason it's so good is because Rocksteady are masters of that particular genre of game, of that sort of linear, progressive, it tells a story, it's very much structured. And that's what they're good at, and that's why it's so fantastic. But to take it away and apply those sort of mechanics somewhere else in a genre that they may not be too comfortable in, obviously they have to show that they're comfortable, 
but it doesn't hold together well as something such as Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is effortless. You can play Grand Theft Auto without getting annoyed. The same with some of the best open world games. But Batman Arkham Knight is very, very jarring. It doesn't feel right. It feels like they're trying to cram something into an open world game that doesn't belong there. (coughs) And I've said, with all of the stuff last week that I couldn't get on with, such as the unmanned drones and all this stupidity. It just becomes too much to bear. And, you know, I think literally I'd just done a mission where I was coming up, I think I was about to find out who the Arkham Knight was, but then I was asked to... I couldn't bring my Batmobile into a certain section of the city because there was these special cameras everywhere. And once these cameras saw you, they'd shoot the Batmobile... Now, you know, yeah, it's just things like that. And it said, oh, Bruce, you're going to have to destroy all these cameras and all these helicopters and all these tanks. And when you go into a new part of the city, on the top right-hand side of the screen, it will tell you how many tanks here, how many helicopters, how many of that. You have to destroy them. And I thought, you know what? We're going down Ubisoft territory here. We really are. And that's what I said. I thought to myself, I'm just not doing it. Sorry, it doesn't matter how much I like your combat mechanic. That is your game. You know, everyone will say about Arkham Asylum, it's fantastic. That combat mechanic was refined to perfection and everyone loved it. It was so excellent. It was so brilliant. That's what we loved about Arkham Asylum. It it was so good, it's been in every game (laughs) since. Exactly. (laughs) And and that's what I'm saying is, this game, you play it and you have arguments with people and I've had to stop now because... You know, it just seems a bit funny. And every now and then I'll be on forums or on Facebook and you'll get someone who agrees that it's not as great as people are making out. But, you know, you can tell that these people are people that love Batman and you could put Batman in any game and they'll buy it. These are the people that bought Batman Vengeance on the PlayStation 2 or Batman Begins on the PlayStation 2 and just thought it was awesome because it's Batman. And good luck to them. If that's what they like, that's brilliant. But as someone who plays games... And someone who's played games for many years, I'm not someone that can just play a game because it's my favourite character, because I think on a deeper level than that. I think, what is my motivation? Does this game world make sense? Why am I in this game world? <clears throat> and what is my kind of objective to complete this game? They're the important questions for me, not fucking hell, I'm Batman. Wow, now I'm in a Batmobile. Shoot, shoot, shoot. This is amazing. You know, that's the sort of Call of Duty generation where they're not thinking past the surface and they can quite happily do it. They're the same people that watch these throwaway movies week in, week out. You like know? Kung Fury. No, Kung Fury is an excellent film. No, we're, think... we're not even talking about that level. <laughs> <clears throat> because Kung Fury is a deeper level of whatever it is that it is and where it exists. And it's a parody of certain things. We're talking about people that go and watch Scary Movie 27, <laughs> Arthur Furious 29, you know, those sort of, and they don't question life. Batman's in front of them, the graphics are awesome, and it go, doesn't go beyond that. That is the level of understanding. But when you compare it to something like Borderlands, which I got when I traded in Arkham Knight, um, it's fantastic. Obviously, I knew what I was getting into with Borderlands 2. But it gives you a reason to play. It doesn't just throw shit at you for shit's sake. 
the world is very much um, coherent. You know, I understand why I'm in this world and everything makes sense. <clears throat> and it couldn't be a linear game. It is an open world game. And Gearbox have mastered it and they keep you playing. Watching that progress meter go up and up and up is fantastic. There's no screen clutter on that game. It feels good. It's streamlined. In Batman, every five seconds when you've got a level up point because you've achieved something, it will be there in the middle of your screen. Press select, uh, press back, whatever it is, to upgrade. <coughs> and it's just there. And the thing with Borderlands is it is effortless to play. You don't feel jarred. You could mm. sit there, like you say, Gareth, till one in the morning and you can play it. And you don't feel that you're wasting your time. You do not feel that you come out of the experience at any point. It is a seamless experience. The same as all the greatest games. Resident Evil 4, you you play these games and you're not sitting there questioning why you're doing it or what is what is going on. Maybe it's, you know, I'm a game in Ponce or whatever it is, but I just like to have a reason. I, I need to know why I'm playing a game and Batman just doesn't give you a reason. It It constantly sort of goes outside of its parameters. It doesn't make sense with some of the things it asks you to do. The characters. This is a thing, right? This is what ha this actually happens. Arkhamite wants to kill you, right? Okay. Yeah. He drops down from the ceiling. You're trapped. He says, "I hate you, Batman. I want to kill you." And all this time, he's holding a gun on Batman. Batman can't do anything. Arkhamite can shoot him in the face. Okay, he can. There's nothing stopping him. He wants to kill Batman. Batman is in a room with Arkham Knight. Batman is incapacitated. Arkham Knight puts his gun to his stomach and he shoots Batman. <laughs> Batman is in pain. Ouch, ouch. Batman stabs himself with an injection. Probably some sort of painkiller because he has all these things on him that he can just get at a moment's notice because he's always prepared for every single eventuality. Then the Arkham Knight goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get you one day. Men! Calls them in, and then one of the uh, Enders fights begins. And I think that just sums up Arkham Knight for me, in the fact that nothing makes sense. If you want to kill Batman, just kill him. It's the sort of thing Aston, uh, Aston Austin Powers took the piss out of. Yeah. Where he was like, I'm definitely going to kill you now, I'm going to kill you now. And it just takes you out of it, because rather than enjoying it, you're thinking, shoot him then. Shoot him. Shoot him. There's no reason why you can't shoot him. Shoot him. And then he doesn't. And he just calls his goons in to kill you for him. And then you go for another random battle. It's just... And I don't know if they've gone too far with the combat this time. Because it was quite nice. Because it was that. And then they slowly added other elements. Like enemies with weapons and stuff. Now you've got sort of these big guys that can kind of... You have to press B to stun first, then you have to hit them. You've got guys with tasers. You've got guys that electrocute themselves up. So if you touch them first without stunning them, you'll get electrocuted yourself. Then you've got guys with weapons that you have to knock out of their hand. It just becomes a bit too much, and it's not too enjoyable in the end. <clears throat> but there you go. I've said my piece with Arkham Knight. <laughs> An absolute... I don't know. It is, it's a game that is existing purely on 
its own Batman. And the thing is, what Gareth was saying about what do Rocksteady do next? What Rocksteady do next is they use all the money that they've accumulated from this series and they license another superhero or something well-known so they can ride on the back of it. Because they're not going to be like Bungie. Okay, we don't like Destiny. <clears throat> or we take the mick out of Destiny. But at least Destiny's a coherent game that people like. Rocksteady will not do that. They will. <laughs> their next game, I guarantee you, will be blah, blah, et such and such. <laughs> and it may as well be called that, for all the nonsense it will probably contain. But they will ride off the back of a very successful IP where people can just argue, who's Batman? Or it's Wolverine, or it's Captain America, or it's Superman. You know, it will just be one of those. But there you go. Mm. I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> and I award, I applaud Gamespot for sticking out their necks on the line. Where you know they said seven out of ten. I thought that's a bit, bit weird. Surely it can't be seven out of ten. That's just above average. Yeah. Especially in this day and age where 8 out of 10 is seen as the average, 9 out of 10 is seen as good, and 10 out of 10 is great. You know, all all of these games seem to exist from 8 to 10 out of 10. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for it to be 7 is a real statement, whereas other publications were like, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, it's superb, a masterpiece. You know, for GameSpot to do that, brilliant. And Metro, uh, Game Central as well, gave it a 7 out of 10. Yay! Out of them guys, but you know it's 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 not like told you so or whatever like that. But it just shows there are. I kind of did though. You told people, Gareth. You said it's not going to be great because it's such a different game from Arkham Asylum that it just loses all of that kind of tight gameplay and that tight linearity, and it sacrifices it for an open world. So you know. Oh well, you bought the um, the Handsome Jack collection for Borderlands, right? I did, yeah. So, are you going to play the pre sequel, or are you just in it for Borderlands Two? I'm going to play the pre sequel, but it's it's hard because once you get sucked into Borderlands Two, you get sucked into it, and that's it. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to think maybe I could play them side by side, but I don't know. I mean, I've completed Borderlands 2 on the Xbox 360, but it was just like, because Borderlands 2 installed first, I kind of just went away with it and <laughs> stopped. If uh, pre-sequel would have downloaded first and installed first, then I would have played that. It's just literally, that's the chance it was. <clears throat> well, there you go. Well, there you go. That's it for this week. Well, can Good I luck. ask Don a question? Yeah. <laughs> no. Why would you want to ask Don a question? Well, that's a good question. Exactly. But yes. Go on. Go on, I dare. Are you? Are you, <laughs> are you almost ready for us to give you more homework? Or ah, oh, but I've got Drive Club. I've got. I've done another game. That's that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Go I'm on. Not, then. I'm not. No, I'm not rushing. If you've got Drive Club to play, that's great. As long as it's not just Destiny again next week. <laughs> it's like it's like when you ask a child if they've got homework and they say yes <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my homework I'm just going upstairs to do it now it's called Drive Club <laughs> then they're on Destiny oh better not be but maybe we can go for that next week because we know that he tried to play Metal Gear Solid uh, Ground Zeroes but he got scared didn't he yeah very scared ran yeah. away <laughs> and he hid under a cardboard box <laughs> Uh, well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you don't, then hey, just listen to it again. 
uh, or even in reverse. Uh, and you never know, you may like it. Uh, if you have listened to the podcast and find yourself looking around desperately for something to do, then you could do worse than checking out www.gamebanter.co.uk where you can check out the exclusive review for another other than Max Payne Free. Wow. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. But until then, we look forward to seeing you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>